You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode of the Locked On Utes podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, we're going to talk about Devin Kafusi. He spoke with Cole Bagley from Ute Zone, had some interesting comments about the University of Utah, the culture, the program, and what the real gap might be. We're also going to talk about who might appear on the depth chart that's supposed to be released today. We'll see if Kyle Whittingham actually does release it. And who might be the starter at running back is that's probably been the most intriguing position outside of the quarterback position that is unsettled is still. And lastly, we're going to talk about some Utah women's basketball as the Lady Utes announce their non-conference schedule, starting off with a hometown favorite, but maybe not the one that you're thinking of. All that coming up on today's episode of the Locked on Utes podcast here on the Locked on Podcast Network. For Thursday, August 26th, 2021. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the Locked On News Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Starting things out today with some discussion about some comments from Devin Kafusi. And Devin Kafusi is probably the most popular Kafusi uh, amongst Utah fans in the recent era. Although the Kafusi legacy goes back so far. Jeff Henry... Uh, Doug, Jason, even Devin's father, Steve Kofusi, uh, got his coaching started at the University of Utah, ended up obviously coaching at UAU for a very, very long time. Uh, it's an interesting family, not migrated to the United States from Tonga um, way, 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 five decades ago. Um, so the, the boys, uh, the two oldest, Stephen Rich, played for BYU. Jeff Henry, Doug, Jason all played at the University of Utah. Steve started coaching at Utah. Um, it's a phen- phenomenal football family, I think, is, is the best way to start it out. Uh, you grow up with that many uncles who have played football, talk football. Your dad is a football coach at a high-level university, all this kind of stuff. You're going to understand a lot about football. And so I think that's really what makes Devin Kofusi's comments very interesting. He spoke with Cole Bagley over at Ute Zone, And uh, I hope you've been reading Cole's articles. They're all free. Cole is incredible, and, and his dedication to the beat, to going to practices, to covering the team is just awesome. I think he's a bright, young talent in this industry. I hope that somebody gives him a full-time job. He does most of what he does at Ute Zone, not on a full sa- salary by any stretch. It's a, a big chunk of what he's doing is his love of the game, so to speak. Uh, he also has a very cute little baby uh, that is basically the reincarnation of the Marsh, uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. But that's a, another story for another day. Um, Cole is a great writer, but spoke with Devin. Um, and Devin, obviously, transferred to the University of Utah 2019 from BYU following a couple different actions, a couple uh, different incidents. I think as much of his transferring from BYU to Utah was, was about the on-field stuff as it was the off-field. Um, and Cole asked him to talk about, 
the program, camp, everything like that, Devin said the following. That's the best fall camp I've ever been a part of. Up here, having a full fall camp and going into a full season, Utah just runs it really well. I was telling my brothers, and from what my brothers have told me and what I was going through in fall camp, it not only seemed like an NFL-level program, but a good NFL program. And it's worth noting that his brothers, Bronson, Corbin, I believe Corbin is currently converting to being a tackle uh, over there at... San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken, and he's getting really high reviews and, and a lot of attention for that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on this one. I, I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with every single Kafusi these days. Uh, I know there's a couple playing at Alta. Um, there's a couple playing at BYU. There's some in camps in the NFL. Uh, I, that's a good problem to have if you're a Kafusi. Let's be honest about it. Um, but, you know, I think that's a very complimentary thing to Kyle Whittingham. It's also something we've heard a lot. You know, what the University of Utah does, how they run their camps, the development aspect of it, it's all very, very similar. Um, so uh, nothing new here, so to speak, uh, in, in regards to that. Um, he goes on to talk about what stood out most to him about Utah during that time by saying it's accountability. They put a lot on you, and it's a lot to handle for some guys, but if you are someone that takes responsibility and accountability, you'll be able to thrive and make a lot of progress. Also, everyone is just on your side, everyone loves you, everyone is there for you, and everyone wants you to do your best and become the best version of you. This is something that I think has really transitioned in recent years from the eras of of old with Kyle Whittingham where it was all about competition it was all about fire there was a lot of uh, difficulty a lot of challenge a lot of hardship and accountability with not a lot of the love follow-up and I think it's a credit to Kyle Whittingham for seeing that his program needed some changes and so they've implemented a lot more of the family atmosphere, a lot of reinforcing with love, a lot of that kind of thing. Football is an incredibly challenging game mentally, and it's it's interesting because as you talk to these guys and they transition into the next part of their next phases of their lives, they all kind of say the same thing: like, "Man, I, I like I love my time up there, but mentally I'm I'm exhausted." And they all want to talk about that afterwards. It, it's a big topic, and mental health has been a big topic. Josh Newman talked about mental health. Uh, with his, in his interview with Jalen Dixon, and Dixon uh, underlined the same similar situation with Kyle Whittingham. You know, like he was in a, a tough place mentally, and Coach Whittingham was very open and understanding with him. We've seen Coach Witt do it with uh, Joe Williams. He talked about it at the Pac-12 news conference. I think he's very savvy. Sometimes we forget that Kyle Whittingham was a psychology major, and that was his graduate degree, and. Uh, you know, it's. I think it's something that he's very aware of and very um, protective of with his program. Uh, and they've really done a good job of modifying from it just being about accountability and, and holding kids accountable, which I think is something that we severely lack in our country. We don't even hold adults accountable a lot of the times, let alone our, our kids and things like that. But I digress. Uh, they've done it in a very loving and family sort of way that's very important as you know, as he continued to talk about things between, you know, the differences between camps and everything like that, Kofusi had a quote that I think has already started to make the rounds, and it's the one that most everyone has, has heard at this point in time or read maybe on Twitter. He said that he spoke to the difference between Utah and BYU, emphasizing confirming a true culture and program gap between the two schools. 
And he said, I quote, people always talk about a talent gap. I know it's a culture gap and a program gap from what I have seen. What I really like about Utah is that they always talk about from the top down, everyone is on the same page. Kyle's personality and characteristics are all over from the top down, from Coach Witt to our athletic director to our academic staff to our nutrition staff and strength staff. Everyone is on the same page with the same vision and goal. How you do one thing is how you do everything, and that's what is preached here. And I think there's a lot to unpack in that because uh, there is – not a lot you can do if you're a program like BYU to replicate 16 years of being in charge, number one. Number two, uh, Kyle Whittingham has been at Utah way longer than 16 years, right? Like he's been there since 1994 and uh, longer even, I believe. It's it's astonishing how long he's been up there, how much he's seen and, and how much he's learned uh, while he's been up at the University of Utah. And I, I just – there's some of that kind of stuff that you just really can't replicate, right? When you've been somewhere for so long, you know, you, you started in 1994 as the defensive line coach, took over as the defensive coordinator in 95. You know, th- there is just so much that goes into the experiences that you get watching the program evolve, having to evolve yourself as a coach. It, it's just, it's all this big giant experience. And, and I think it's really hard to judge Kalani Sataki based on that because Kalani's only been a head coach for a small period of time. He's only coached at a few places, really. Uh, SUU, Utah, Oregon State, and now BYU. And that's not a knock on Kalani. But I think the other part of it, too, is that this is what good programs do. They model behavior. They teach. They coach. They assess. And then they reevaluate and see what they need to see. see See what they need to change. Boy, I'm having a hard time today with it. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's because I'm so overwhelmed by Kofusi's comments. And I think that's really the biggest difference between Utah and BYU. When you talk about talent gap, sure. You know, they are getting better players. There's no doubt about it. The athleticism in Utah is better. But there are ways to make up for athleticism, right? There's scheme. There's, uh, you know, uh, development. There's all sorts of that kind of thing. What BYU really struggles to replicate is the culture and, and the program gap. And it's not a knock again on Kalani. I would never speak ill favored of Kalani. And I think Kalani's chosen to run his program differently. Uh, you know, he, he likes to have fun. He really enjoys, uh, you know, uh, being with his players and, and being with his staff. He's, he's incredibly humble and, and very meek, you know, in, in how he handles things and how he treats the media. Kyle can be a little bit edgier, as we've seen with uh, his response to the quote-unquote reports about Charlie Brewer. And I think because of that, you know, some of it, some of it is personality with Kalani, some of it is personality with Kyle. Uh, but a lot of it is just that when you're there for so long, you have an opportunity to really get the people around you that mimic those strengths, number one. Number two, as a good leader, you really learn how to translate your strengths and the things that you do well into others who maybe are not the same as you. And I think that's part of why Kyle Whittingham seeing success with all these players coming through the transfer portal. You know, I'm not sure who saw online Hans Olsen and I had a little back and forth talking about Tavion Thomas and everything that we see in him. He's a tremendous athlete. He's got great downhill speed. He's got good long strides. You know, he can get to the second level and he can get downhill fast. And for a big guy like him, that's really important. Uh, but the parts about him that, that really need refinement are the things that Utah excels on. It's, it's, it's the details, the, uh, you know, the very specific stuff in your blocking, 
getting your body a little bit more under leverage, not overextending yourself, not reaching out so much. He really tries to, well, I was going to say deplete, but he also tries to decapitate everybody that he ever tries to block. And at times that can be really bad because it leaves you exposed. Those are the kinds of things that Kyle Whittingham focuses on in his player development program. It's the kind of things that he's brought in coaches to mimic. And we've seen that with Chad Bumpfus and, and the responses from the players and everything, how much they enjoy being around Bumpf, how much they love his energy. But he's also always teaching them stuff, and he's always helping to hold them accountable things. We heard Britton Covey talk about how great it is that he can get out there and literally show them what he's doing and model things that he's done at the next level that will help him to be successful. And that's a big chunk of what Kyle Whittingham's done in his tenure at Utah. So it's a very flattering comment, I think, from Devin Kafusi. It's also very observant. I think it's very important when we're having these discussions to recognize that it's not just about the fact that the stars are getting higher or the ratings or anything like that. It's that top to bottom, there's just a whole lot more going on and a whole lot more built at the University of Utah. There's depth of talent on the field and off the field. And the that comes down to the academic staff and, and academic coordinators and everything like that. And I can tell you that that is a very dedicated group that takes their jobs very seriously. Very private people who don't really want to be recognized all the time because they understand uh, the the role that they have and they don't want to be um, you know, singled out for it because they know that they're just part of the program. So uh, interesting comments there from Devin Kafusi. Uh, highly recommend going and reading the rest of the article from Cole. He, uh, again, phenomenal, phenomenal writer. Really enjoy his stuff. Uh, another thing I really enjoy is saving money. And the best way to save money is to go to rockauto.com to get your auto car, auto car, Auto car, <laughs> your auto parts. Uh, you can save time and money when you use Rock Auto. I don't know why you'd choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts by going to a chain store or a car dealership when you could just go order them from rockauto.com. It is a family owned business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, not just the special ones, quote unquote. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil to new carpet. Uh, I get my windshield wipers from there i've gotten some some uh new headlight replacements so that my headlights were too foggy i wasn't gonna get enough brightness out of them had to buy a couple replacement bulbs it's awesome because they just ship it right to your door it's right there when you're waiting to get home throw it in real quick nice easy install boom you're back on the road again uh go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Back here on the Locked On Youth Podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're talking about Utah football, obviously. Today is Thursday, which means that we're supposed to get a depth chart from the University of Utah, which will show the finalized uh, battles that we're all waiting to hear back. One of those is the running back position, and I think the uh, consensus of opinion is that it's most likely to be T.J. Pledger and Tavion Thomas, who are either an or designation, or it's T.J. Pledger who wins the spot outright. Um, Pledger had a chance to speak with Steve Bartle, 
of Ute Zone and uh, Steve asked him just, you know, about camp and everything like that. Had some interesting things to say. Said, I think camp went very well. I was able to showcase my physicality and explosiveness. Really, it was just being consistent, going out there every day and putting my best foot forward, showing the coaches I've got a good grasp of the offense and that they can put their trust in me, which is probably the biggest thing for me is their trust. Uh, he was, Steve went on to ask him a little bit about what it was that brought him to Utah. And he said, you know, really, it's just the tradition Utah holds at the running back position. Seeing what Jordan did last year, we want to honor him and then building a great relationship with Coach Kyle McDonald. Then just being able to look at the opportunity and understand the position I'm walking into. And I'm aiming to take advantage of that. And he specifically was pointed out by Jim Nagy, who's, I think, probably one of the bigger names these days in scouting and 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 NFL prospecting and everything like that runs the senior bowl, the Reese's senior bowl. Um, and he pointed out that, that, uh, last year, Trey Sermon went from OU to OSU became the 49ers third round pick. Expect a similar path to the draft for OU to Utah transfer DJ Pledger compact COP slash SUB back that consistently pinballs off first contact and catches it easily. Um, and that was in a tweet that he sent out. COP is is cha- change of pace, obviously, and I don't know why I spell that SUB when it's sub. Um, so at least I'm assuming it's sub. If if SUB stands for something that I don't know, um, you know, like uh, that's that. Uh, but that being said, I I think Pledger speaks a lot to what Utah's done and been able to do at the running back position. Uh, his athleticism and versatility out of the backfield really does make him what I think will be the choice today to be the starter. Uh, we'll have to wait and see once those uh, once that uh, that infamous depth chart is dropped, although Whittingham kind of joked around that maybe they'll just put or designations on everybody and and you know that would be just delightful. Um, I hope that the media hasn't made him that mad with the Charlie Brewer reports, but I'll, like, man, there are a lot of people that had that news. So if Kyle's expecting that one to be locked down, he's you know, leaky ship over there. But uh, to just to wrap things up, Pledger talked about you know what he did to prepare for this season. Said I really worked hard to improve my physicality and size. I spent a lot of time working out and got up to 200 pounds, which I was looking forward to doing. But with that, maintaining my explosiveness and just being able to create big plays, that's really been what I focus on this season, but just continuing to develop my game so I can play at the highest level possible. He has very unique balance. And I think, as Steve mentioned in a tweet not too long ago, that balance is such an overlooked aspect in running backs. But it's part of the reason why he can be that pinball back. I think it's why he likely gets the start. Uh, But I also think that Utah is going to use a lot of change of pace guys. You're going to see a heavy dose of Makai Bernard in, in a variety of sets and, and splits and everything like that. He's a very high-energy guy. Makai obviously can run fast. He does a lot of good things uh, with the football, both it at the running back position and also from the slot. So he has a ton of versatility, size, everything like that. But also TJ, I think, is is a great back because he has such good momentum and balance once he gets moving. And so if you can get him out into space and get him running against uh, uh, safeties and, and corners and even linebackers to a degree, that's a good opportunity to get explosive plays. And, and everything with football revolves, especially college football on offense, revolves around explosive plays. The more explosive plays you get, which are plays over 15 yards, the better your offense is, the more efficient it is, and the better opportunity you have to actually score and win the game. 
So I, that's one reason why I think Pledger ends up being the starter. We'll have to see with some of the other positions, uh, but I think he ends up getting the starting nod, if not the or designation, along with probably Tavion Thomas. And, and I talked about him a little bit earlier. He's just the the blend of athleticism, the the fluidity, the speed, the ability to to get going full speed very quickly at at six three. 220 or 230 or however much he is now is just unbelievable plus he's you know a ferocious ferocious blocker so uh but that'll be an, an interesting thing to look at once the depth chart is revealed today who knows when that'll drop i suspect around 10 o'clock but we'll see we never really get a good uh solid idea of when that stuff is coming they just kind of decided on their own but you know what else you can decide some things on your own. You can decide what games you want to bet on this weekend because we have college football, and it's time to turn to betonline.ag for your as your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You can get all the updated odds, props, contests. They have a huge uh, half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest. They also have an NFL Survivor Contest that's open now with a $200,000 prize. Again, all available over at betonline.ag. You can head to the website on your mobile device or your laptop, whatever it is that you use to surf the internet, and you'll receive a 100% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on. They also have another special that you can take advantage. It's their opening day super promo, which if you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys, if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your Vegas, favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping things up here on the Locked on Utes podcast, and there is some important news to announce as the 2021-22 women's basketball schedule has been, non-conference schedule has been announced. The University of Utah will tip the season off, the women's basketball team, I should say, women's basketball team, will tip the season off October 29th against Westminster locally. Uh, I believe that Westminster is uh, uh, introducing a new head coach, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be wrong on that one. Uh, but that'll be a fun uh, local matchup for the University of Utah women's team against uh, our local foe, Westminster Griffins. Uh, they'll continue on uh, at home at the Huntsman Center against Lipscomb, and then Xavier, St. Mary's, and then Cincinnati. So that'll be all through the month of November. Lipscomb, Xavier, St. Mary's, Cincinnati. Then they'll head to Hawaii for the University of Hawaii tournament. They'll play Gonzaga at Hawaii uh, in eastern Illinois there in the Stan Sheriff Center in Honolulu. They'll return home on December 4th uh, to the Huntsman Center to take on BYU. And then on December 10th, they'll play Cal State Fullerton, also at the Huntsman Center, and Utah Valley in the Huntsman Center as well. On December the 21st, they'll travel to Oklahoma to take on the Sooners. So a pretty exciting uh, non-conference slate for the women's basketball team. Some fun games on there. Uh, Gonzaga's women's team, I think, is pretty good. I, I know that BYU is always a competitive game. I'm, I'm curious to see how the Oklahoma game goes for the Lady Utes. They do return a pretty solid roster um, of a very, uh, you know, and at some point we'll have Amanda Smith on. She does the color for the radio broadcast and, and does a ton of work for Utah Athletics, too. Uh, 
she's just a really um a really impressive uh media member and and does a great job with all that kind of stuff so uh we'll get her on to give us a preview here as the season gets closer uh i'm gonna wrap things up for today uh we're gonna wait for that depth chart to come out if there's any surprises or anything that we don't expect i'll be sure to drop a breaking news video there on the locked on news twitter account if you have questions we're gonna do a q a for friday's uh show get those last minute questions in um before we get football this this weekend, it's not like a lot of football. It's not like every football game, but we got some games coming. Week zero. Um, so get those questions to me uh, at Locked on Utes or at Brown Bear SLC on the Twitter account. You can also email us, LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. I do actually check the email fairly frequently, so you can email those as well. That's it for today's episode of the Locked on Utes podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We will talk to you again tomorrow.